0: Episode 39, All Fired Up Over A Jet Originally posted September 10, 2013 When I was a kid, my dad went off on numerous business trips out of the country And when he came home, he would more often than not spoil me silly with all the gifts that he would bring back for me And so when he went off on one of his trips in 1985, I had only one thing on my mind For him to get me, Transformers I didn't really remember asking for anyone specific At that point, I didn't really have any transformer toys, just a solitary Diaclone jet that was meant to be Thundercracker. So really, I would be happy with any transformers that he would bring home. So during one of his phone calls home while he was away, he excitedly told me of the transformers that he had already gotten for me. He told me that he had gotten me Megatron, Blue Streak, and a jet. Now, although I didn't really have any of the toys yet, I was familiar with the cartoon and I knew that Megatron was the leader of the Decepticons, awesome! And that Blue Streak was one of the cooler looking Autobot cars, so I was quite happy with those two. But he also mentioned a jet, which I just assumed was one of the three Decepticon jets in the cartoon, either Starscream, Skywarp, or even a real version of Thundercracker, any of which I would have been totally okay with. But to my surprise, I was totally off on my assumptions, and needless to say, I was blown away with what my dad ended up getting for me instead. When he finally arrived home, he eagerly unpacked his stuff and started handing me my new Transformers. Of course, he handed me Blue Streak first since he was the smallest box. Cool. Then came Megatron, which came in a rather larger box, and this got me wondering. I knew that the Decepticon jets weren't that much bigger than Megatron. So why was I getting Megatron first? In my mind, he should have been the grand finale. And then it happened. My dad pulled out the biggest box I had ever laid my eyes on and I was totally speechless. Here before me was a transformer that I had never seen or heard of before. And he looked amazing. It took me quite a while to get a hold of myself and actually process what my dad had brought home for me. See aside from being a transformer that I had never seen before, Jetfire was also rather confusing. Up to this point, it was pretty much understood that the good guys, the Autobots, were all cars and the bad guys, the Decepticons, were everything else including Jets. But here was Jetfire, who was most definitely a Jet, but based on his profile at the back of the box. He was identified as an Autobot. Absolutely mind-blowing. Once I got him out of the box, it only got better. Aside from being the largest Transformer I had ever held in my hands, Jetfire was beautiful. Unlike most of the first wave of Transformer toys, this guy was super articulated. He could move his arms and legs and bend at the knees and elbows. Oh, and did I mention how beautiful he looked? and he transformed into a sleek looking jet with wings that could be swept forward and back just like an F-14 Tomcat. And if that wasn't enough, he came with snap on and off armor for his arms and legs, as well as a massive jetpack for the back. The hits kept on coming. He was simply beautiful. When I finally got a hold of myself, the next thought that came into my head was that my friends were going to die when they saw my new transformer. Back then, there was no internet, So the channels of information of learning about the Transformers were slim to none, and all we had to go on were the cartoons, which we watched sporadically on bootleg Betamax tapes from our local video store. I was certain that none of my friends were aware of this guy's existence. I was the first and I was determined to rub it in big time. Especially to my neighbor who kept reminding me every chance he got that he had a good guy Autobot who kicked my Decepticon Jets butt. Now I had the Ultimate Transformer, who would kick everyone's butt. Anyway, after a few months of lording over this new Transformer over my friends, the Jetfire character finally made his way into the cartoon. But as amazing as Jetfire the toy was when it came to the cartoon, he ended up being a bit of a disappointment. So allow me to go off tangent for a bit. While the first wave of Transformer toys were mostly repurposed from Japanese toy company Takara's Diaclone line, as the demand for more Transformers grew, Hasbro started obtaining licenses from other smaller Japanese toy companies as well. One of them was the company called Takatoku, who had made toys for an anime series called Macross. The Jetfire toy was actually the mold for their main vehicle robot in the series called Evalkyrie, which basically explained the toy's obviously advanced engineering and articulation. Eventually though, Takatoku would get absorbed by Takara's rival, Bandai, and the Macro series itself got even more popular and was eventually exported to the US and rebranded as Robotech. This presented a problem as Takara really couldn't produce and sell a toy owned by its rival. So in the end, Jetfire wasn't really sold in the Japanese market. And as for the animated series, he had to be radically redesigned and the end result ended up rather far from the actual toy. First of all, his name was changed from Jetfire to Skyfire, and both of his modes looked dulled down. Instead of a cool looking battle masked head with horn guns, we got a generic looking unmasked mug. And this jet mode didn't get any better, as it now looked literally like a box with wings. But worst of all for me was how his character was dulled down. From his original role from the Toys profile as the Autobots' Air Guardian, he became a scientist, and somewhat of a pacifist and a bit of a pushover in my opinion as well. Boring. It's worth mentioning that he was introduced as a long-lost friend of Starscream, with both being explorers from before the war. So thanks to this previous friendship, he is initially duped into joining the Decepticons, until he sees the error of his ways and joins good guys. As for future versions of Jetfire, Well, he was featured heavily in the second live-action movie, The Revenge of the Fallen, and even here, like all the other Transformers in the movie, he was reinvented into this old decrepit robot with a walking stick. While admittedly I found him to be a rather humorous character with an interesting design, he was definitely not Jetfire for me, and instead felt like a major fall from grace from the original character concept. To be fair though, in the years following, Hasbro did release a couple of fairly decent mainline toy updates for Jetfire. The first of which came out in 2006, as part of their classics line. This Jetfire was loosely based on his design from the IDW comics. While it hasn't really aged that well in my opinion, for its time, it was meant to be one of the major highlights of the line. I definitely appreciate their attempts to add a few design elements from the original toy, specifically the battle mask. So when a slightly better version came around in 2014, I was all over it and quickly sold off my classics version. This newer one definitely looked much better and sleeker, looking even closer to the original toy. My only issue with this version was that it felt a little flimsier and while it looked great, it was definitely more basic engineering-wise, with practically his entire jet simply folding up on his back. But despite his flaws, This is one Jetfire I still haven't brought myself to sell since I got him during my honeymoon in Singapore, so it holds some sentimentality for me. Anyway, in the years that followed, I ended up getting even more Jetfires in my collection. The first was in 2017. At this point, I was slowly getting sucked into collecting Masterpiece Transformers. Basically, more advanced adult collector-oriented and a lot more expensive stuff. And thanks to a trusty but overly aggressive online vendor, I was eventually swayed to get myself a third party Skyfire by a then up-and-coming company Fans Toys, called Phoenix. While at the time, its $150-ish price tag felt steep, looking back, it definitely was the right choice to make, as secondary market prices for Phoenix soared to over triple or quadruple the original price. More importantly though, was how solid this toy was. I didn't make a mistake earlier when I called this guy Skyfire as this was basically a straight up toy of the cartoon character. By this time though, I had come to accept Skyfire as the official version of this guy in Transformers canon, despite ironically never getting a toy completely faithful to this look. Until now. Today, I've even come to accept that kooky take on Jetfire from the Bayverse movies. Maybe it comes with getting older, but this old man's take has grown on me. After giving us a rather mediocre toy at the time of the movie's release, which I skipped, Hasbro finally produced a more screen accurate toy years later as part of their Studio Series line, which I also skipped. Instead, I opted to get myself an oversized knockoff version of that toy. Yes, technically it's called a knockoff, but ironically, quality-wise, I think it surpasses the original. And finally, in 2019, Hasbro released what seems to be the ultimate take on a Jetfire toy, as part of their War for Cybertron Siege line. Despite being called Jetfire, visually there is no mistake that this is Skyfire. But he does have added armor bits and a battle mask as callbacks to the original Jetfire. While initially I didn't rush to the toy store to get him, he eventually won me over and many other collectors when he was featured heavily as a central character in the accompanying Siege cartoon. Think of it as a bit of character rehabilitation, since while this version looked like Skyfire from the original cartoon, he was far from the pushover scientist pacifist and is instead an effective and deadly warrior. Mirroring his character from the original cartoon, this version starts out not only as a Decepticon, but as the leader of the Seekers Air Squadron. But as the story progresses, eventually, spoiler, joins the Autobot ranks. Anyway, by the time I got to my senses, Siege Jetfire had become quite the hot and hard to find item everywhere. Fortunately, after many on and off attempts, I finally got myself one at a slightly enhanced but not overly blown out price. And I have to say that this toy is worth every bit of hype thrown his way, as this is possibly one of the best mainline transformer toys Hasbro has ever made to date. Like I said, I didn't mind that he doesn't look too much like the original toy. As far as I'm concerned, that ship hasn't just sailed. It was never meant to be. And while it had a rough start, like I mentioned earlier, this sky-fiery look, for all its intents and purposes, is basically what Jetfire is now in the Transformers universe. And that's perfectly fine with me. Although, if Hasbro or Takara were able to pull off a reissue of the original Jetfire toy, I'd be all over it. That original Jetfire toy remains one of the best Transformer toys ever made in my opinion. And I'm really happy that I got to own him at one point in my life, enjoy him, and of course, flaunt him over all my friends. So is anyone else out there fired up about this jet as I am? Is it Jetfire or Skyfire for you? Let me know in the comments below and tell me your story. Thanks for watching Stories from the Toy Shelf Redux. If you enjoyed this story, please click on the like button and subscribe to the channel to help me tell more. Until the next one!